gets it even more. To Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 292 for November 13th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. How are we? <laughs> Why? What is, you're so dead today. Your voice is <laughs> like, yeah, what? you sound like some fucking animatronic soulless creature. You sound like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, where have you been? I don't know. <laughs> you, did you just get back from the metaverse? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. In there, what man. is he trying to porn going on do with the metaverse? Like, what um, does he want? Put us all in the matrix so we obey? I don't get it. I think that's the plan because he he even has like visions of this is how people go to work right right no we're this close to the matrix like we're we're literally this fucking close man because at first it's going to be like yeah you go and you play like farmville in the metaverse right and like you pretend like you're like digging out some holes in the garden and putting your seeds and then it's going to be like tinder in the metaverse. Right. Then sex in the metaverse. Yeah. And there's going to be treadmills in your fucking house so you can walk around places in a physical space. And then there's going to be like a touch element to it. And then before you know it, it's like we're just hooked up to some machines like the aliens did to you us. You ever seen the Matrix? Matrix? Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's over. Haven't and seen then it. And then we're just going to be in this imaginary world and we won't know that we're in there. We're going to have kids in the imaginary world that like we, we didn't even know existed. They won't know that they're in the metaverse. They'll be able to like fly around and dodge bullets and shit. It's going to look like Earth, but it's not. And that begs the question, folks. That begs the question. Are we in the metaverse already? Which I say there's about an 80% chance that yes, we are. You think that we're living in a simulation. Absolutely, I do. It is the natural progression of things. If we acknowledge that Facebook is eventually going to get there then, yeah, we're probably there already. What are the chances that we're the first simulation? I think that there's a better chance that uh, the world around oneself is fake. Like, I'm real, but everything else around me is fake. Like, you guys aren't real. You're just a manifest in my imagination. Well, it's the old... What's the... I think that's a better chance than we're all living in a simulation. Who are the people that believe that everybody is the same person? Oh, I've not heard this. There's a religious term. Okay, so here's the story. The story will freak you out, right? So you got one guy, and the guy dies, and he goes to heaven. And God's like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, This is heaven. Is this the egg story? Is that... I don't know, Nick. I think I know what you're talking about. There might be an egg involved. I don't remember an egg. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yo, this is heaven. You're not going to be here for that long. We're just chilling out for now. We're going to have a quick chat about what your life was like. And then I'm going to send you back down there as somebody else. And then you're going to live your life again. But you won't know that this reincarnation happened. So just ask all your questions right away. You won't remember them in about five minutes anyway. And he's like, all right, so what's the deal here? So I come up here and you judge me and you send me back down there. He's like, yeah, we keep doing that until like you become a better person, right? Like you come up and you go back down. But again, this time you might come back as like a a, a little girl in like Soviet Russia. Or you might come back oh, as yes, like a, a gladiator. <laughs> yeah, like a gladiator in Roman times or something like that. 
So he's like, oh, wow. So this is like this is like time and space. This is like a time and space shit. You can go back in a different time period, different person. Uh, that's sure interesting. But tell me something, God, like, uh, how often have you done this? How often have I come up here and you reincarnated me and sent me back down? He's like, well, oh, I think I've lost track because, like, it's just me and you here. It's like you come up and then we chat and then you come back down. Everybody's you. Yeah. So for for reference, this is a, a short story <laughs> this is by terrible. Andy Weir. This That's is a, a good short, short story. This I think I paraphrased no, it. Not you're, so he's doing a terrible job. So, so this is <laughs> this is a short story by Andy Weir called The Egg. All right, came out uh, two thousand and nine. It originally was published on the internet. Later published as a book in thirty languages across the world. Very popular. The egg. I think I spoiled the end. And um, well, so you actually didn't totally spoil the egg because what's actually revealed is that the universe is created as an egg for this single individual being to experience as many experiences as possible by constantly being reincarnated as every single being. So ever. we so we all live and in an egg. Well, and the end goal is that you'll eventually accumulate so much experience that you will ascend to be another god. And you can then create your own universe and stuff. So that's kind of it's it's this sort of cyclical. But wow. I was right about the logic and shit. Yeah. 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 Freaks it's me out. I read really that cool story. story. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Damn. What if? What well, if you're me, Rob, and I just don't know it? <laughs> How dare you use my well neat against <laughs> me? How dare you? Well neat. <laughs> Someone put the Discord this week. I think it was Lizzie in the Discord. I saw that just today. <laughs> she, she's like, <laughs> your vocabulary has become a part of my life. She's like, I sent an email to my boss just saying, well, neat. Well, neat. <laughs> oh, yeah, the email. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, neat. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, going back to this whole thing, I, I just... Are we just looking for meaning of life? And it's it's something as simple as we're born, we die, it's over. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really spend much time thinking about that shit. The thing that still freaks me out, and I've talked about this on the show before, is my earliest memory as a baby. I remember my sister holding me, uh-huh. and I must have smiled at her. And I remember her looking at mom going, oh, my God, mom, he smiled at me. Mm-hmm. And my mom went, oh, well, neat. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I got to wonder, like, is it possible that you fabricated that memory? It and it's, very well could and be. And it's become so ingrained in you it, at this point. Oh, no. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, it's probable. I would say there's a 99.9% chance that Nick is right. That I yeah, there's no I've, way you knew I've dreamt what it. she said. No, right? you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, no, I mean that's one of like we've we've talked about memory a lot on this show, I feel yeah. like. But oh, yeah. we always come back to like people with great memory remember events, but people that have like normal memory remember memories. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, like your mind is kind of playing a telephone game with you. Right. Every time you remember something, like you're remembering a slightly altered version of that memory. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah. when you copy a JPEG over enough times, it becomes exactly. like fuzzy. And- <laughs> yeah, it gets fuzzy. Right. Yeah. And so that's probably what happened there. It's like he had some sort of at some point, maybe somebody told him, yeah, your sister was holding you the first time you smiled. Yeah. And so you fabricated that memory and yeah. then you remembered it as though it actually happened. Yeah. That's kind of, remember the Brian Williams story yes. years ago? 
where he was like he thought he was getting shot down and he wasn't by, like, even there. <laughs> right. He was like in the plane next to the plane that got shot yep. down. Yeah. And I, I'm sure what happened is he lied about it the first time he told that story. Yeah. But he kept telling it over and over again that eventually he believed his own lie. Yeah. I, I think back to like how I can barely remember shit that happened to me five years ago. And then I think about these people like you've been a public figure for like 40 years. Like, there's no way you remember everything now. Yeah. I mean, but come on, you guys. I, I experience this all the time with the show. Like, I have no idea who I've interviewed from Survivor in the past. I've interviewed multiple Survivors and Amazing Race people. No idea who I've had <laughs> on the show. And you were just talking before the show a comment that you made in last week's show. It must have just, I must have been doing something else, and it went right past me. I had no idea you even said it. So, you know, actually, I want to, can we, let's, let's talk about that really quick, okay. that comment. Because we were talking about the Ren Fair that I went to, right? Oh, boy. Not again. And I just, no, I, I just, I, I want to publicly retract my statement for fear. There, uh, God forbid that we spread any mis- misinformation on this yes. show. Wouldn't God forbid. Do that. We don't do I mean, facts. We only stick to the facts here. Like we only stick to the facts Simpson here. is innocent. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> wh- while I don't think I lied, I think that I may have uh, inadvertently um, y- misrepresented uh, the, the Renaissance period of history. I got a direct message from someone from the Discord. Oh, no. Uh, correcting me. That direct in fact, message. A direct message. Is that a is that a feature on Discord? Uh, yeah. On oh, Discord, yeah. yeah. They added me directly, and they, they just wanted to clarify that the Renaissance period was the 14th, 15th, and 16th centuries. During the show, I mentioned that I was wearing 18th century clothing. So I just want to make sure that there's no confusion here. The Renaissance was not in the 18th century. I apologize. <laughs> But, Remind but here's, me to here, delete Discord. Here's the thing. You made this comment last week. I had no idea you even made that comment. Like, I I completely blocked it out, spaced it out, missed it. I don't know. I remember, uh, like, some conversation about big-titted girls and, and, and corsets and shit. Yeah, there was that, too. Wow. <laughs> was I here for the last show? I don't know if you were here. You might have been sick. I'm I must have been. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I, I don't mind the direct messages at all. No, um, I I've please, direct messages. Feel free. Feel free to message me. Yeah. Do not just, send me any fact corrections. They they actually they did say that they wanted me to uh Please, please do something to make Nico stop yelling through every podcast. I'm not that hard of hearing. <laughs> So <laughs> I think when Nico, I just want to publicly put that out there, I'm not going to reveal who said this, by the way, but um, I do want to publicly put that out there that you are too loud. I do think uh, Nico, <laughs> when he edits the show, he purposely Cranks ups up the him. volume on his Crank it up a little bit on That's his right. track just to make himself a little if bit. If we ever talk over each I'm other, right. you best believe you're going to hear me. OK, I'm going to win that coin flip every day of the week and twice on Sunday. The louder, the more right. Yep. That's right, man. That's how you win an argument. <laughs> yeah, do not send me any corrections because they would number to the hundreds at this point. The yeah. thousands. I, I don't need to be corrected on anything. I, I've I've DM'd a lot of people on the Discord. I love I love talking to the audience. So yeah. Hit Discord me is fun. Yeah. Discord's a fun time. Yeah. Uh <laughs> can I be old man Rob for a minute? Oh no. I oh, fucking yeah. hate this time change. 
Why oh, are 100% we agree. time changing? Hard agree. Let's just leave it on daylight savings time. Arizona's in their own yes daylight or their own like time zone. Yes, now. they don't do daylight savings. And isn't there a place in Colorado? I There's thought there was like a county or something that refuses to change. There's a spot in Indiana. There's a Maybe county. that's what I'm thinking of. I, I, I only know that because it's right next door. Gotcha. Um, and they're right across the time zone. But and do there's, they like, stay- there's like a certain period of the year where, where they're in like Eastern time and a certain period of the year where they're in Central, Central time, time, I think, mm-hmm. because they don't change. Um, do they stay at daylight savings time then? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would bet I'm that not they sure. probably do. Oh, you're but, saying do they stay in the the saved version or the unsaved version? Right. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I hate it being dark at five o'clock. Like I'm lucky and get off work at four, so I do have like a good hour of daylight. But isn't this whole thing for farmers? I mean, I th- feel like wouldn't you know as a as a Nebraska as was, a corn husker yourself? It, it was. Uh, for the war they did it for one of like world war one yeah it was world to war save II. energy yes it was to save energy during the war yeah. it was never a farmer thing because my impression was that the farmers had to get up early and tend to the cattle they'll get up they get up with the sun they don't give a fuck what time right. it is well that's what i mean but that's why they want the sun to come up earlier in the winter it, but it doesn't come up earlier the sun doesn't <laughs> come up any earlier they yeah. come up with the sun that's yeah. what i'm saying like the sun, the sun, sun the comes sun. when the sun comes you know <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you imagine we flick a switch and the sun's like all right i'll chill yep. i'll chill <laughs> just give me an hour guys i'll just burn over the sahara for an extra hour yep. no problem <laughs> um but Jesus I just feel Christ. bad for these people that do get off work at five o'clock, and by the time you get home, it's dark as shit. I so, it's bad for me because I get up at five o'clock, yeah. so it's just getting darkest. <laughs> but what's super interesting is like when I lived in Connecticut, uh, I was on the opposite end of the same time zone right. that I'm in now. That's so, what I wanted to ask. Is like what is that? Because that is specifically what I wanted to talk about. Is what is your experience with it? I have more daylight in Cincinnati than sure. I did in. A- in uh in connecticut yeah and so even now when it's dark at like 6 p.m here 5 6 p.m i remember getting out of school in connecticut and it's nighttime yeah right i'm getting out of school and it's fucking dark outside i'm like what is going on it's 3 p.m yeah you know so i mean yeah it's weird uh, but people out here, when they complain, I just kind of laugh it off because I'm like, it's fine. It's not that bad. Yeah. Remember how weird it was driving through time zones into the sun? Oh, Nick, yeah. That was yeah. bizarre. Where it's like the sun it felt like it was coming up like at double Yeah, because we were driving at like a really early in the morning. Yes. And the sun would be rising and then like the hour would go back. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> It was very discombobulating for sure. <laughs> oh, that was the weirdest drive in the world. Uh, on a plane, self-driving car, uh, like on a plane, when that happens, when you fly through time zones, you can just zone it out because you're just on a plane. You're just in, you're in your yeah. little bubble. You shut yeah. the window and you're like, listen, I leave at three, I get there at two. I don't know how that works. Whatever, right? You don't question it. You don't worry about it. Well, there's but. some there's some flight from like Japan to California. Because it co- it crosses a dateline or something, yeah. you can actually land before you take off. Yeah, yeah. Right? I believe part of why they call Japan the land of the rising sun is because that's where the 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 dateline starts. Okay. I think it's like the first first country. Yeah, 
to get the day. Now, what's the difference between the 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 Dateline and the Greenwich Mean Time? Greenwich Mean Time is from something in Britain, though, isn't it? Or over in in that like it's that, in the Atlantic. That's right? where they that's where they uh, like standardized time was that's, in that's, Greenwich. That's like yeah, that's a standardized time for that's like zero. when you need yeah. That's plus or minus zero hours. And then international dateline. Why is the international dateline not on the Greenwich Mean Time? Explain that one to me. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up here. Guys. Just give me a second. Why are they? I feel like we're just over. Listen, time sucks. Okay, we. I have been a, a proponent I, for this forever. Eliminate daylight savings. Eliminate time zones. It's just listen. Midnight in in California, whatever, is like dinner time. Whatever. Well, it's a little weird to say midnight. When it's fucking sunny I get, out. Or no, but just say 12. <laughs> just count. Count would do do fucking military time and just 12, 1,200 hours in, in Portugal is the same as 1,200 hours in Omaha. I'll do you one better. Just get rid of the clock. Just look <laughs> up at the sun. Is that the Seinfeld episode? Kramer was like, I'm just going by the, the sun now. Yeah. Who needs Eternal a clock? clock. <laughs> go by the sundial. High noon. <laughs> Dark right. out. Time for bed. So Green- Greenwich Mean Time is uh, in 1884, 26 uh, countries agreed on a standard or reference imaginary line called the Prime Meridian passing through Great Britain. Uh, Greenwich is a city in Great Britain. This was done to avoid confusion and wrong calculations of time. The International Date Line is an imaginary line located at 180 degrees apart from Greenwich Mean Time. This line separates days of the week in the Western and Eastern Hemisphere. So they're completely opposite. Right. Hmm. So there's got to be a reason for that. So like... Does one indicate noon? Like when when Greenwich Mean Time is at zero, what time is that? Well, Greenwich day? Mean Time is based off of midnight, though. So I'm based guessing that midnight. I'm guessing that zero is midnight in Greenwich. Okay, but how about the International Dateline when that's at zero? That's at midnight of a new day. No, that wouldn't be the case. That would have to be opposite. It'd have to be twelve hours. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I yes. mean? When it's, so why when are it's, they the same? When it's midnight GMT, it's 12 noon international dateline. Yes. And vice versa. Yeah. Do you see my issue? Yeah, I see your issue. Yeah. Okay. Greenwich Mean Time. Basing is, our time off of like the middle of the Pacific Ocean isn't convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever American Samoa is, is doing. Yeah. I think <laughs> maybe, Greenwich... maybe maybe they figured like, you know, around England is like a little bit more of a better central point. Yeah. GMT was just to standardize time. I think it, it probably was an issue with trains or some damn thing. Trains? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure thing. England has a big issue with trains crossing a. The time zones. No, it's not that. It, it it's the standardization of time so that you oh, knew. I could, almost, I could almost hear you pronouncing standardization with an S instead of a Z. Oh, <laughs> fucking British bullshit. But but you standardization knew... in Britain is spelled with an S. All of those isations. Yeah, it's an S instead of a Z. 
don't like that. They put you in their word color and yeah, you know, color. freaking Britain has no respect for the letter Z. Z. They're calling it's it Z. It's I Zed. know. I know. It's disrespectful. It's it's Z. Put some respect on Z's name. Why why is Z Z is spelled Z E E? Z E Z E. Can you imagine <laughs> Z Z top? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Z Z top. That's awful. <laughs> Is that what they call it over there? <laughs> <laughs> ZZ Top. Go to the ZZ Top show. Oh, top of the morning to you. I'm going to go see some ZZ Top tonight. Hey, mate. <laughs> you sound so Australian. I know. I get, I get. It's the same accent. In my mind, at least. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. Oh. Let's go see Big Ben. Oh, the queen is eating a swan again. <laughs> they do it in Canada, you put too. That's... stockings on a swan. <laughs> if you want to understand why, like, Americans have a beef with Canada, it's because they also do this shit with the letters and the all the awfulness. They and they speak French. Too, yeah. And right. they speak French. Yeah. On top them, of that. Fuck it's them. like. It's the worst. They, it's I had a the worst friend from Canada that used to pronounce ZZ all the time, and I would want to punch him in the face. The and I know we have thing. a lot of listeners from Canada, too, that feel the same way, and I want to punch all of you in the face as well. <laughs> Call it Z. Z. I will say, that you know what the worst letter is? W. W. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> the other day I saw a post, and there was like, uh, my little brother just asked me if the letter W starts with a D when you spell it. And I can't stop thinking about it. It probably does, yeah. <laughs> double U. It's also, it's a double V. It's not even a double There's U. There's no W in the spelling of W. <laughs> <laughs> There's also no... <laughs> it's literally two Vs. It's not a U. Yeah, double V. Ugh, <laughs> oh, man. Don't care for it. Give it a real name. Everything else has a one-syllable name. Yeah, how about like... Yeah. Why? Way. <laughs> Way. 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 Way X. <laughs> Way or we. X. Call it we. 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 Oh, I just, sorry. We were talking about Kung Pao last week on uh, the podcast, I think. And why is this a thing? Kung Pao Chicken? You ever seen that film? I haven't. <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but you'd love it. <laughs> but you'd love it. It's such a rob movie. <laughs> Kung Pao, enter the fist. Oh God! It's a guy that just like takes like old like kung fu movies and like dubs them in like into oh. his own movie, and he, it's just like a guy on a green screen, and oh, then he like dubs in a bunch of old movies. That's it's hilarious. Um. I watched uh, Kung Fu Chang Chi last night. Oh yeah, that's on Disney Plus yeah, now. I, saw I really that, enjoyed yeah. that. Oh, I might have to check it out if it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it wasn't it worth going to the theater for. No, it, yesterday no. was Disney Plus Day. Yes. Yeah. They release a lot. Yeah, it was know, like twenty six shows or something that they put on. Jesus Christ! Disney well, Plus. Well, they so put like a bunch shit. of like previews. And yeah. Shit. Like, they like showed you like Obi-Wan Kenobi footage. Yeah. I swear to God, from now till the end of January, I have so much crap to watch. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. I can't keep up. It's too much content, man. Oh, my God. So like Wheel of Time is coming out. That's a big one. And then um, 
Actually, so I don't play League of Legends at all, but apparently they made a show on Netflix for League of Legends. Really? And it has no right being as good as it is so far. Hmm. How about uh, Cowboy <laughs> Bebop? When's that coming to Netflix? What's that? Are they doing like a, is it a live action or something? Or Yeah. yeah. When is season two of Tiger King? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, that's seriously. coming up. Soon. That's it's, coming up. What could they possibly get into? Well, you've uh, you've seen the trailer, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. What what are they? They're just rehashing shit. They're He's just been in prison. Rehash it. It's November seventeenth. We're four days away. They're really just milking this. Yeah. It was just like a small little project that got way too popular for its it, own good. It I think. Was. <laughs> you think you've seen it all? You haven't quite seen it all. You have a prepaid call from Joe Exotic. <laughs> It's just going to be Joe from jail bitching about everybody else. It, it's only worth it if Trump bu- pardons him at the end. And we know that doesn't happen. Yeah, we well, you know that doesn't happen. Right. So Did they start it. making this thinking the Trump pardon was on its way? Maybe. I, well, they had the van ready, remember? That's right. They had the van warmed up outside the prison yeah. on, the, <laughs> on his last day in office. Well, unfortunately, Joe Exotic's probably dead within the year, unfortunately, from his, can- from so. his cancer. Because what is it, prostate cancer? I don't know what mm. it is. Cancer of the mouth, I'm pretty sure. Well. For a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, that man is uh, that man's a mess. Uh, and... Carol Baskins is suing Netflix for this season two because she didn't sign any releases to be used in season two. And mm, I did see that. Yeah, they're going to go over that. They're going to go over her missing husband a little bit more. Well, yeah, that was a whole piece of the pile that they really didn't <laughs> get into. Well, right. That lady really just like uh, made the most out of murdering her husband. She really know? did. Really cashed in <laughs> on the whole deal. I. I <laughs> I will. I well. I had this idea for a podcast last year. I wanted to do uh, the case for Carol Baskins because I don't think she had anything to do with it. Oh yeah, I don't think she did either. For um, the record, but I think that would be a really interesting podcast to do. We just dive into the to the evidence and and try to you know set her free. <laughs> Listen, you're Mr. Nancy Grace, like true crime. I was yeah. I was just thinking like Rob really loves all this true crime shit. Yeah, that, like, that's that's you, man. Yeah, Dig in. Yeah, that was that was my idea. I wanted to do that, but listen, Rob, I am all for putting way too much time and effort into like the stupidest little thing. <laughs> if you know if you know me at all, I am all in. <laughs> Whatever you want. I think the case for Carol Baskins is even a good uh, title for the show. Yeah. Much much like the. Uh... The Spooktacular. The Spooktacular, yeah. By the way, rave reviews. Very popular in the Discord. Rave reviews. Not a single negative review. Yes, I'm yelling, random Discord user. (laughs) Yes, I'm yelling for emphasis. People love the Spooktacular. Everybody's like, we need more Spooktacular. I don't get it. They said 12 months out of the year. We should do it three times a year. Twelve months out of the year. Twelve months out. Let's just rename the show the Spooktacular. Uh, Rob, Nico, and Nick Spooktacular. That sounds terrible. That sounds worse than the show we already do. 
Oh my god. <laughs> it was great. It was one of the best we ever did last week. It was so good. Uh, can we uh, can we play some country music game today? We, can we don't play, have to do it like right now, but no, I, I want to play it. We can play some country music game today. I think we can get to that. We haven't played it in a long time. No, we haven't. Yeah. I uh, flipped off a veteran on Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. You got to tell the story. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> now, to be clear, it's not like you went down to the VA office and just like... <laughs> We're just flipping off everyone you saw, right? And I'm not even sure that this old gentleman was a veteran, but he was old and go to a Veterans Day program, so I would assume he was probably a veteran. Did he have like a red, white, and blue hat on? I I don't know. I I really like I had on this weird uniform. (laughs) It looked like it didn't fit. It looked like it would have fit him maybe like, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, but. Rob couldn't really tell. Oh, he, was, yeah. he was flipped over on the side of the yeah. highway. So. <laughs> I mean, couldn't really see. You guys have been here. Uh, there is no reason for me to have road rage. I mean, there's none. <laughs> none. There's, hard, there's hardly a road to have <laughs> rage on. Yeah. There's just. There's no reason for me to be so angry when I'm driving. But when somebody pulls out in front of me, I am instantly pissed off. <laughs> and this van pulls out like I'm leaving town for an appointment. And, you know, I, I always give myself plenty of time. So it's not like I was running late at all. But I'm just an impatient cunt. That's my problem. I'm mm. just an impatient piece of shit. Are you? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh. especially mm. when it when it comes to uh, like driving, like mm. don't pull out in front of me. And I get that from my mom. My mom was horrible about when somebody pulled out in front of her. I mean, I I think my mom has stopped people <laughs> <laughs> and has asked them. She hasn't done that recently because I told her she'd probably get shot if she pulled over the wrong person. Well, yeah. <laughs> But this guy pulls out in front of me, and then as we're driving down the street, he's just going slow, which fine. You know, I know we're at a time where people are coming into town for for the program, and then he stops dead in the center of the street, and I know what he's doing. He's waiting or looking for a parking spot nearby, but there's he pulled out in front of me. Now there's vehicles behind me. There's a a bus behind me. There's a semi behind me. And these people are piling up and he's just sitting there. And I I had had it. I just fucking blared on the horn. And he still did not move. You know, you would think that if somebody is just holding down on their horn, get the fuck out of the way. Well, he did. Too bad you triggered his PTSD and he was having a panic attack. Well, so at that point, I'm like, well, this fucker is not moving. So I just go into the turning lane of the of the street and I just go around him and I slow down and I just hold up the hand with the middle finger out. And at this point, I'm still honking the horn. I'm and not at this sh- point, you're like, it's my father. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, and that's the, that's the thing. I was going to say, the stakes are a lot higher. Very high, man. Very high. It's like yeah. a 10% chance that's your father. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> and a 95% chance that I know this person. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If it's not my father, 
it, there's a good chance that I know this person. It's like, your you're boss. See, yeah. It's your mayor. Well, it's and what Rob like didn't that. say is that he was on his way to church <laughs> where <laughs> this guy was also going. Well, <laughs> where he was delivering the... We're ten not, minutes, the ten minutes later, he's shaking hands. Peace be with you. We're, <laughs> we're not going to bring up the time that I cursed out a pastor, but... Yes. <laughs> that did happen that one time. That did happen one time. Happened live on the show. Uh, it was didn't right it? before a show. Trevor yeah. and I were recording a, an RFF radio and this fucking asshole pastor. <laughs> this it, it was after work one day and he's driving down the street at eight miles per hour. Like just a, a snail pace. Well, he was hammered. He was hammered. Yes. Um, so I go around the block and get in front of him and I... Am able to stop at the post office, pick up my stuff, come home, change, and my doorbell rings. And he's standing there, and he's, how did it go? He's standing there, and he's like, do you think it was really necessary for you to go around the block and get ahead of me? I'm like, yeah. I said, you were going eight miles an hour. (laughs) Wow, I just, I can't imagine that anybody would be in that big of a hurry. I says, you need to fucking get moving. I said, and not hold up traffic. Well, I I think that you, you're just taking a tone with me. I said, get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. And I pointed and I, I slammed like, why, the door. Why would he go to your house? And I slammed the door in his face and he left. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking piece of shit. I, he waves at me every time he sees me. And I Obviously, fucking... Yeah. Don't even acknowledge that he exists. He, he taunts you. It, no, <laughs> it's were, not even that. It. it no, he, no. There are definitely a few like religious people back in my hometown who did not like me. We had a very public altercation, and then like years later, they were just like, "Hey," yeah. I'm like, "No, fuck you!" Yeah, like, I don't, what, you. what do you think this is? Yeah. <laughs> you had a public altercation with a pastor? Not. I didn't say a pastor, but religious folk. The problem is with religious folk. (laughs) You think you're all a little bit better than the rest of us. I'm not not saying, listen, not all religious folk. I mean, some Mm. are very nice. Some are very nice people. Mm. You know, the Buddhists are good. Yeah, they're cool. (laughs) Love those guys and gals. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) stop (laughs) pretending that little boys aren't getting raped in the Catholic Church. Let's just let's just drop that facade for a minute yeah. and stop supporting a church. Well, and why are we giving them like unlimited wine? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on guys. Tone it down. You alcoholics. Yo, do you hear there's like a liquor shortage now? What? what? Oh my God. People have yeah. stocked up my bar. Bell. <laughs> I like it's, it's gotten bad. Like, I mean, you know, we had the, the bread shortage and the wood shortage, lumber. TP. Like that. <laughs> it's transitory. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's yeah. all fine. But the yeah. key was the booze still flowed. Yeah. That was the key to this whole operation is the supply chain could break down as long as we can get hammered during it. Do but you remember the last time they do you remember the last time that there wasn't booze? I know. It was like the mob came out of that. Ago. I know. <laughs> Frank Sinatra became famous or some shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Got, wow. Yeah. Come on. I've seen Boardwalk Empire. The booze must flow, man. Mm-hmm. So what is the flow. cause of a booze shortage now? Like, what's I don't their excuse? Know. I saw the headline. I didn't read the article. Yeah. Let's see here. So tired of 
the chip shortage, the fucking everything shortage. Here we go. Supply chain issues causing U.S. alcohol shortage. Some states are rationing their liquor supply. Uh, many people across the United States are walking out of liquor stores without booze due to an alcohol shortage that has persisted since the pandemic began. Uh, liquor stores in Vermont, New Jersey, Ohio. <gasps> Ohio. I have a fully stocked bar. I'm not worried. And Pennsylvania are facing alcohol shortages that stem from beyond the pandemic, but also include persistent issues from the supply chain shortages, according to a report from NPR. Wow. Where has the supply chain? And I, this is a very loaded question for the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, lucky for you, I'm a macroeconomics expert. Oh, good. Where has the supply chain broken down so massively? Like, is it the high demand that is causing a shortage or is it just lack of workers? I'm pretty sure one of the first things that caused it was actually just the fact that like ships could not dock because they because of covid issues. Like literally, literally like, you know, trying to get into the country right now is tough. Yeah. So. Wow. I, th- I think that was one of the big issues for the was, legal we just had people. ships we just had ships fucking floating off the coast of yeah. america not able to dock for like weeks yeah mm. so and we had that one stuck in the suez canal for weeks <laughs> <laughs> that thing i mean i i've also heard too that at the beginning of the pandemic people's like purchasing patterns changed sure. so you know everybody's home Right. So for a while, it's like maybe, you know, you would save up $5,000 every year to go on a vacation and there would be $5,000 of your income going, you know, back into the economy without taking up any like tangible goods. Right. Whereas, you know, when the pandemic started, it's like everybody's going to Home Depot and getting home renovation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like maybe one of the reasons why lumber was short. Yeah. Um, You know, and it's also that, you know, there was a run on certain products, certain products like like it's just like our whole lifestyle was disrupted where we were, you know, buying certain things and leaving other things on the shelf. One of the interesting things that I learned when the pandemic actually started and the whole toilet paper shortage was an issue is that, yeah, you couldn't get like a roll of like Charmin toilet paper at the grocery store. But if you want on Amazon, you can get one of those giant airport like, you know, single ply toilet paper rolls. Yeah. Right. And it's like. There's a surplus of that. Right. Exactly. Right. right. So there's a surplus of that. But there's, you know, a a dearth of like at home products. And those two sides of the economy could not communicate with one another. So you have two different supply chains, one sort of uh, supplying the sort of wholesale sector, the, the public sector. And then, you know, another one for like at home use and retail prices. And these two supply chains are completely just out of sync with each other. And so, like, you have all this toilet paper that's going to waste now because there's such a run at at home stuff. So it's just all it's a lot of factors put together. I don't think it's just like one. Yeah, Um, I got to say my my fucking cousin is so goddamn smart. It drives me insane. Uh, (laughs) We were talking to him like a year ago. And he was yeah. saying how there's going to be a supply chain shortage. And he said yes. it's because uh, it's all uh, wh- what's it called? The the type of like like just as you need it kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the term uh, just in time. Is it literally no, like a just in time economy uh, or something? It's uh, yeah, a yeah. It'll come to me. There's some terminology that they use, but basically our entire uh, supply chain is things things arrive just in time as we need it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no like there's there's no storage. There's no yeah, there's not a lot of that, surplus. That, of that was the one thing that I even brought up at the beginning of this with the toilet paper shortage is do people only keep four rolls of toilet paper in their house at a time? <laughs> yes. Because I have literally a two-year supply of toilet paper. Well, but the fact that you can go to the grocery store and buy a four-pack should imply to you that, like, yes, there are people who only buy, like, four at a time. I, there's four-pack. There, there's a four-pack standing by in my bathroom waiting for me to just take off the shelf and use mid-wipe. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I was like, people buy four. It's like, yeah, maybe I want it to shit on Thursday. <laughs> I don't get it. Buy toilet paper. But I'm, I don't know. I, you guys need to comment on this. There have been times where we've been snowed in for a week. There's no going anywhere for over a week. Yeah. And so it becomes a. Yeah, out there it makes a little more sense. It becomes a oh, I need to be prepared for anything type of situation. But you also only have like one grocery store. True. The entire area. We do have that Dollar General. Here. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that happens here when, like, yeah, there's a, a storm coming up or something. Or they say that a storm is coming and yeah. then people will flock out and get batteries. And then, of course, it's New England, so the weather's not that bad. So we don't end up getting hit. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no, it's very it's very rare. It's very rare that, like, I, I'm still in the mindset of, like, if I need something, I just go out and get it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I have a very different mindset. It's it's supply up because you never know when a storm's going to hit on a Tuesday, and right. I'm not going to be able to get anywhere to go get anything. Yeah, because I have to work. Yeah, I've never really lived that way. Yeah, well, we because we've we've never been snowed in longer than maybe like three days, yeah. with the exception like of one time. There was where- one storm we had that I think was a was it a 10 day power outage it was, wow. it was october of 2011 yeah and uh, maybe it was just a week it it was a it was i mean it, it depended where you lived yeah. uh some places were out for like up to two weeks in connecticut uh, i think i was out about a week and uh the what happened is we got crazy heavy snow out of nowhere while the leaves were still on the trees mm-hmm. right that and sucks. so that's what caused all the issues yeah is just the snow collected on the trees branches fell power lines went out That's where I feel like we're very fortunate here because we had a storm in November of 2005. Uh, I mean, it was like 26 inches of snow. We were without power from Sunday night until Friday night. Um, And that's the longest that we've ever been without power. But I, I think that's mostly because we live in a very rural area and, you know, it's just a couple of areas need fixed or or need to get access to to fix power to a lot of people Mm. so that's the longest i've been without power yeah so yeah to answer your question i don't really know but i there are smart people out there that have written a lot about it and i'm sure you can find that yeah out there but yeah i mean just you know it's i think as nick said like we're like in a very precarious economy that's that's the whole the entire economy is set up in a very precarious way to begin with exactly and And so right when when just one thing is disrupted when you kill the one butterfly like in the butterfly effect it's like a million things will you know go wrong but and you're not going to necessarily see it event you know until like maybe a year and a half after the fact like we're seeing now you know like the first year was fine um right but yeah this stuff is uh it's complicated. Um, not to change the subject too much, but the have you guys heard the news from the William Shatner space uh, 
uh, shot. The guy, the guy who flo- flew with him? Right? Yeah, was killed in a plane uh, accident this week. Yeah, oh. the guy who flew with him like the two four- weeks later. Yeah, 49-year-old Glenn DeVries um, was sad. killed in a crash in New Jersey. Oh. Yeah, so that's tragic from... Who would have thought that Bill Shatner was going to outlive somebody on his <laughs> flight? Bill Shat is outliving us. Yeah. So is <laughs> so is Betty White. Oh my god, dude. What is that? I figured she'd be gone long before now. We need to do a death pool next year. Ooh. Oh god. We need to do this. Because like yeah, I mean, this is people. morbid, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we should have did that for spooktacular. Now that now that COVID's over and everything, yeah. yeah. Like oh, I, you know, I, yeah. Betty White's one of those people. Clint's one of those people where it's like it's got to be this year, right? The Queen, like, didn't the Queen, Jimmy Carter? Uh, oh yeah. wasn't it like Kirk Douglas just died like last year at like 104 wow and it's like every year it's like oh this has got to be Kirk's year right yeah yeah there's a lot of people the queen Barker yeah the queen really surprises me because yeah but she's like drinking children's blood yeah she is you know she she's a badass she lived through some tough times she did like wasn't she like didn't she become queen like at the same time that like Winston Churchill was like dealing with World War Two yeah, and shit. Like, like, I mean, yeah, when it, she was. It was what year was she? Um, I think the forties. And she was young then, and you know, really young. Watch the Crown. The Crown. I heard. Is yeah, cool. I've heard um, it's so good. I I fell off in the oh, later yeah. seasons. The first couple seasons were great with Claire. What's her name? Claire Foy. Claire Foy. Oh, yeah. she was spectacular. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, February 6, 1952 is 52. when her reign began. Isn't Olivia Coleman on that show now? Yeah, she's the queen now. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. I, I Not as good as Claire Foy. Apparently that new Princess Diana movie is really good. Really? Yeah, Spencer it's called. Hmm. Might have it's really, to check that yeah, out. that's what I've heard. Kristen Stewart. I, I am fascinated by like the royal family in terms of n- not not that they interest me, but how they live their lives interests me. Like, what would it be like to be the fucking queen or king of of England? You know how how is your life different from the everyday person? Mm. And, and being born into that and knowing growing up that someday I'm going to be king. You know, I, I, that that's just those are the type of things that just fascinate me, I guess. Yeah, you know, you could just like spit on people and do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great. Hell yeah. But, man. you know, like <laughs> fuck people like I'm queen, the king, bitch. Queen Elizabeth spit on people. Queen Elizabeth <laughs> knew. <laughs> Very early on, that she was gonna be the king, the queen someday. Right. Yeah. And and right. what does that do to a person? How does that change I, you and shape you? Is it much different than like knowing that you're gonna be a Kardashian? Like I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Like Kylie and Kendall Jenner were born. Like oh yeah, I'm gonna like you know probably be a billionaire yeah. one day. Well, they didn't know that until after their dad got OJ off, but. Right, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, 
Like, like I, I, we have our royal families here too. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, if you're born rich, if you're born a Zuckerberg or something, yeah. I'd like, I think I'd rather be born a Bezos or a Zuckerberg than I would a, a Windsor. True. <laughs> well, you also, know? like this question is sort of like been like the question of all of human history. You Which know? is what? What does like power do to people? Like yeah. that's kind of all of human history has been viewed through that lens. But these people don't have power, though. Well, not anymore. No, they just have fame and money. But through most Which, of history, they I did. guess is power in some ways. But, um, but my my point is like it's only really just recently that history is actually being viewed from a lens of like what was the everyday person's life like during these times. Yeah, because for so long it was always focused on kings and queens and. Uh, you know, the powerful military leaders mm-hmm. and because there weren't many historical records, frankly, for uh, the everyday person, but mm-hmm. they're finding more of them and they're using, you know, archaeology and things to, like, identify these things. But that's that's the Norm Macdonald joke where he's like, you know, I saw a picture of my grandfather one time and they were just like one picture of him back yeah. in those days. And yeah, it was like. He was like scared in the photo. He's like, I gotta well, go get those hogs. So, whereas this, now this, it's like, you, you show a picture. Hey, you want to see a picture of my grandfather taking a shit? Like, you want to see a picture? Well, my grandfather was eating for breakfast on Tuesday, September. Here's the thing, though, that you may not know. Uh, a lot of times, the only photo you had of someone was after they were dead. Mm-hmm. Ah. A lot of these photos were of dead people. Yeah. They ah. because they died and they're like, we don't have a photo of him. So they just put their dead body there, take a photo. And back then photos took like forty five minutes. Right. So they were the only the only subjects that could stay still long enough right. to take the picture. Because <laughs> that used to be a thing. If you got your photo taken when cameras first came out, you had to stand still. And if you yeah. look at them, sometimes they're fuzzy because somebody might have moved a little bit. Oh yeah. So there is they, a- they just line up a dead body. 45 <laughs> minutes you had to sit there? Oh, dude, it was, I mean, maybe longer. I, Holy crap. If you it, was look, like, it was like getting a portrait done, a painting. Same mm-hmm. same kind of process. If you look at um, who was the first photo of a person or of a human, there was a picture taken from the roof of, um, oh, hold on. It was taken from a roof, but... Because there were so many people moving around and not standing still, they didn't show up. But there was one guy getting his shoes shined, and he was standing there long enough to show up in the picture. So that's the first. It's the first uh, earliest known photograph of a human in uh, 1838. Wow, I'm looking at that up too. That's amazing. Due to the extended exposure time for the image, many pedestrians who walked through uh, were not in the place long enough to register on the plate because that's how pictures were taken. The street yeah. would have been busy with traffic and everything moving was moving too fast to make an impression, uh, making it seem deserted. So there are other people that were you know, going around at the time this picture was taken, but it just took so long to expose that... Um, you only got this one guy standing there getting his shoes shined. I found an article, too, from The Independent, which looks like um, they found the street today. Oh, yeah. And they, they do a side-by-side of the two streets, but uh, I think the photo is actually flipped backwards as well, based just oh, based on the technology. Been. So, because in this one, they reversed it. it, it it's, it's, it's super cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, M- Michaela's done a lot of... Uh, study on history and like ancestry type stuff 
And so that's where I learned a lot of this type of stuff about like, you know, a lot of photos were of dead people. And I but, absolutely also love not only crime uh, documentaries, but documentaries on early humans and and how we lived and how we came to be. And it's just like it, like Bigfoot. You mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a great program on the history. Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Finding Bigfoot. They go in the forest. They never find him. That's the thing. Never. <laughs> they never, never find him. <laughs> How can you call the show Finding Bigfoot if you never find him? Never find him. But no, it, it, it's documentaries like that. The, the Just seeing how early humans lived and, and how we came to be. And it, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely it's, amazing. What, what we're able to do as, as a species. It, it's crazy because like... We are no in all of the years of like human advancement. We are no smarter. We have not gotten any more intelligent. In <laughs> my opinion, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> well, I, listen, we've collectively gotten smarter. No, I think we've gotten more educated. Sure. But I really don't think like we are smarter as a species than we were like during in Mesopotamia. I no, really I don't. Think, I don't think the individual has gotten any smarter. I think that's the difference. Like, I don't think, you know, one. That's what I'm saying. Guy. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Now we have more uh, collected knowledge. Uh, we have better educational institutions. Our institutions have gotten better. Our infrastructure has gotten better. Let me ask you guys a question, though. What what do you consider smart? Like, how would you define intelligence? Like, do you, like, think education and knowledge is intelligence? I, I do, do not do think, think education equals intelligence at all. Okay. So I do you, not. Education gets very little for me. So do you think it's just, like, the raw sort of, like, capacity like if like your brain is a hard drive this is what you can fit in there and that's intelligence no. like do you think competence is intelligent like what what would you say intelligent is i mean i think there's a lot of factors and i think that when you do look at intelligence you have to look at it through certain lenses because you can be emotionally intelligent you can be like but i i think like being musical is a form of intelligence in a way do it's, you it's, right is like creativity that's yeah right am i the only one that feels like they can look at a person and go, oh, that person is dead behind the eyes. Like, you just... You well, can, it's definitely a lot easier to tell who's dumb than to define who's smart. Right. Right. But, <laughs> right. But I'm not... You know when you see it. I'm right? not the only one that can go, oh, my God, there is nothing behind those soulless eyes that you have. There's just... Oh, I, yes. I have the best radar. Yeah. This. So do yes. I feel like I do, too. And it's just like I see some of these people and I go, I don't I don't want to talk to you. I, I don't want anything to do with you because you are a dummy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. There have been times where I've been wrong and that'll like shake my world where it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this guy's actually smarter than me. Like, how dumb am I? <laughs> you know, that happens a lot. A lot. Or like, man, you know, I had, I had a my lot. whole, my whole worldview was constructed around you being dumber than me. So the fact that you're smarter than me is really bad news, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, oh, like I, I think it's, I, yeah, it's a complicated question because I think you're right. Like education, I don't think equals intelligence, but. You know, I'm not sure just raw computing power does either. No, I no, think I, I think, think it so really comes down to how much common sense do you have? I mean, do you okay. have sense to get out of a fucking 
way of a train or get the sense to get out of a fucking thunderstorm and not be a fucking lightning rod. I mean, there are some people that just don't have that common sense. And to me, that that is a form of lack of intelligence. But there are plenty of people I know that have no common sense and are brilliant in other areas. There are many people I know like yeah. that. Where it's like they're they're yeah, incredibly well educated and articulate and uh, like really good sort of academically. If you don't have the second you put them out, they got to change a tire. It's no. If you nothing. if you don't have that strong foundation of common sense, though, it's tough mm. for me to listen to I the think- rest of your shit too. There is an element. Yeah, I agree with you in terms of like common sense and being able to like think logically, critically, being able to yeah. make connections. Yeah. Um, but again, there is certainly like a everybody's brains are wired differently. And so certain fields are going to lend themselves better. There's it's really interesting if, you, if we talk back about like the idea of memories and dreams, people dream differently. Uh-huh. There's some mm-hmm. people who are very visual. There's some people who uh, I was I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about this. And one of the guys on there does not think visually at all, like at all. Isn't that a left brain, right brain thing? That's what they say. Yeah. I don't know. But but this guy, when he dreams, he doesn't imagine pictures. His dreams are not visual. There is are no like thoughts. He just they're they're, they're they're feelings. He, yeah. he describes his dream as like the feeling of like swimming in a cold pool or okay. like the smell of the forest or something. It's like it's like, how is that a dream to me? Yeah, I can't that's, comprehend that's that. That's not a dream. That's but just, for him, that's how he thinks. So people's brains are wired different ways. And that's not uh, a dream. That's just some themselves. asshole making shit up because he, that's just that's just <laughs> tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. I, I don't I really don't think that's uh, I, I really don't think he's making it up either. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I think it's yeah, I, I think. Because I, I I heard this about IQ recently. I was like doing like a dig into like what exactly goes into IQ, and you know it stands for intelligence quotient. So the idea is that it's supposed to be just what is your capacity? What you know? How smart could you be? Not necessarily right. how smart are you? But there's actually a lot more like in that. Like in that is sort of built. You know but, this formula for competence. But even like, IQ tests have a a sort of subjective. Uh, ending to or a subjective result as, as to right. the person administering the test sure but i mean it's what i i my impression of it is that built into it is your competence in the world so like how well you could theoretically perform at a job you know what i mean yeah. and your ability to perform at a job doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your ability to do math or your ability to like you know uh complete a a a, a simile you know, in, in English class. Right. So, yeah. And there's also like like, a form of like, like, if the entire test was given on a piece of paper visually versus Mm -hmm. somebody reading you the questions and describing it to you, some people would do better. Right. In different ways. So it's all very subjective for sure. So I, I, I don't know, like at this point in my life, I kind of feel like the most intelligent people are the ones that are most equipped to conquer our current system. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. our society, the, the the ones that are most able to move up the ladder and whether that means like they can influence people or that they're good at making money, they're entrepreneurial, 
Um, like to me, that's a measure of intelligence. I think at one point it was like, how well did you do on your SATs or how well, um, you know, did, did you do in college or how many degrees do you have? Like that to me, I think it like, also, just feels though, like less and less useful. There, there is an element of, I, I think the equation needs to involve like where you started and where you ended up mm-hmm. as well. Because mm-hmm. like, obviously if you start as a millionaire, if you start oh, as like sure. a multimillionaire and become a billionaire, that's not as impressive as if you start in poverty and become a millionaire. Well, those those people are not necessarily equipped to do well, though. It's just they were they were handed it on a silver spoon, right? Yeah, yeah. a lot of it's luck. Sure, there's that. There's definitely a luck, luck and timing. That's true. I mean, because anybody could have come up with the idea of Amazon. It's just that Jeff Bezos did it at the right time before anybody yeah. else. He's he also, also harder he also working. Some, yeah, he has some philosophies too. I think that like he invested all of his money back into the company for like 15, 20 years. Right. Like yeah. did not pocket any money. Yeah. Very patient. Yeah. Sure. And a lot more willpower than I think most people would have. And was like operating out of his garage. So, yeah. grinding away so does that years. make him smart or does that just make him uh, opportunistic where not that that's an a horrible thing. I'm not sure thing. there's a difference actually. He just took advantage of the opportunity that was in Maybe front of that, him. Maybe that for me is one of those measures as well, because yeah. I was actually about to say before we, we got into the Bezos thing, I think that being since everybody's brains work differently, your ability to find a place in our society where you can succeed, mm-hmm. your your actual ability to seek out that place and succeed in it is a pretty good measure. Sure. Mm. Yeah, but then so, you get into the question of like, who does the system like benefit? Like, you know, is this built for a specific skill set? You know what I mean? So like, for example, is, uh, you know, tire- a tireless work ethic and an entrepreneurial savvy the way that we should be measuring success in our society? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, should- I think I and Nico, I, I, I hate to completely disagree with you, but it, it sounds to me like you're. Uh, measurement for uh, intelligence uh, everyone else would be measuring as success not necessarily smartness but uh successfulness well i'm not kind of but not really i th- i think it's like uh your um a it, it's not success. It's usefulness. That's what it is. I see. It's okay. It's I, it's usefulness. I, yeah. That's why like find it, yeah, finding your place though where you can actually but be useful, but right? it, it's practical. Doesn't that matter? Stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's your it's your ability to navigate the system as we laid it out. Like these are the rules that we set for society, and your ability to navigate them. I mean, whether that means attaining money or power or fame or whatever. Like, well, it could be none of those things, though. If you just find right. like you're a really good doctor and you manage to be a really good doctor, or how like, about you don't need to be famous or, or even super about, wealthy? Or how about you're a really good trash collector? I mean, we, we, we've got to have those. Those are essential to our our, yeah, our absolutely society. Somebody who like finds a passion for like carpentry and they're right. just, you know, they just do carpentry really well. Like, but, I, I, I think that. But we don't celebrate those people. We don't no. celebrate the trash collectors who are, are pivotal to our, our, you know, society sustaining itself. We We don't we don't, you know think that the carpenter we we don't praise them but so here's the interesting thing about that though right like i think for years the misconception was 
that our brain and in, in terms of like this machine in our heads is separate from like our soul. Right. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like intelligence was thought of just like, I'm just a brainiac that knows how to mix chemicals or solve quadratic equations. Whereas, you know, this work ethic, this like blue collar, like pick yourself up by the bootstraps mentality is sort of separate from intelligence. But ultimately, like if one results in me getting a house and the other results in a solved math problem on a chalkboard, which one is more intelligent? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like which one, or or even if one is more intelligent, whatever that standard means, they're certainly not more useful. Okay. So why why is the standard of intelligence? What does that mean? Anything? What the the and this is something that I definitely wanted to get into on this discussion too. What would another species of animal have to do for us to go? Oh, they're super intelligent. They are the next. Well, see, this is what I've always heard because like everybody says dolphins are smarter right. than people. I'm like, okay, then why is fucking Shamu chilling in in SeaWorld yeah, right why now? Why isn't and not like you know my slave master? Why? why well, why? to be fair, like it's it. You know, people have enslaved other people too. Yeah, but okay, but like I don't know. But why like, isn't a dolphin thumbs. the fourth mic on this show? Then if they're so well, intelligent, because they're underwater and we have thumbs. <laughs> like I don't know what you want. <laughs> they're they're. They're kind of, you know, evolution didn't really benefit them to build buildings. Right. But again, my question to you is then what is the, the standard of intelligence that we're measuring, right? If the thumb outweighs the dolphin's entire brain capacity, why do we value intelligence at all? Yeah. I kind of think it is a mix of like being opportunistic to a degree or being able to seek out a place where you're able to succeed and not just succeed in some esoteric sense, but like to actually apply your skills and the way that your brain works. What? In a successful way. If you can become a successful. But what is, again, what is success? Is success an ability to obtain money? Is success no, it's, it's an, an ability, ability to overpower someone? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's just an ability to live your fucking life without, you know, completely fucking it up. What? Be, I think we can all argue that being addicted to heroin is not successful, right? No. But there are like smart if, people addicted to heroin. Sure, but that doesn't make that doesn't I don't think they're intelligent. They got addicted to heroin. That was stupid of them. <laughs> I don't care if you can I don't care if you can, you know, solve a mathematic equation. You're if you get if if, if you intentionally get addicted to heroin, you're an idiot. Well, I don't think anybody intentionally gets no. addicted to heroin. <laughs> there are people who take it. I don't it think they, they like it. They're like, drugs. yeah, I'm, well, sure. Everybody wants to take a drug at some point. I don't think I'm, like, like I I'm saying if people, day, I'm like, if people like get addicted to opioids because their doctor prescribed them opioids because they had a back injury. Yeah. I don't necessarily think those people are. But, I, you know, if you're doing no, crack cocaine there, there can be out of a urinal. Okay. Right. But <laughs> no, go ahead. What, what, you're what would another species of animal living on this planet have to do for us to be threatened by them? Like, I think they would have to kill us in large numbers. <laughs> I, I, but even before it gets uh. to that, like at some point. If if they're gonna start killing us in large numbers, then the, the the cats of the world need to start by discovering fire and making wheels and then making knives and then I don't know the, if they can do that stuff physically, like literally, like the, the we always talk about how like the human thumb. Okay, so then orangutans. Yeah. Okay. Like, what they would they have to start doing for us to go? Oh shit, you guys. The orangutan <laughs> revolution is coming. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I just don't. I know. think they are smart, though, aren't they? I, well, they're smart compared to a a, a bumblebee. Yeah, yeah they're not like, smart compared to us because why aren't they on the internet ordering shit off of Amazon? Listen, well, but you could also argue that us being on the internet is pretty dumb. It's we're it, okay. I, I think they got life nature, figured out. I, I stand by this point. In nature, our, our primary way of measuring competence or some sort of like you know hierarchical structure. Mm-hmm. Is the ability to kill something below? No, it's you. the ability to communicate. I disagree. Isn't it just the ability to survive? No, well, I, I think a lot of things survive, we, but there's still a higher. We measure right? intelligence on the ability of of a of a communication. Communication is pretty you know, important, but not know. dominance, though. No, no, I don't think so. That, I mean, why are humans that, dominant? Why are we the the primary species that rules the world? Luck. It's not luck. I, I think not, so. It, I it's mean, because that it, we, we evolutionary can, lottery. We, we are able to kill. Well, okay, fine. Evolutionary lottery, fine. We got but it's lucky. because we are able to kill everything else on the planet. There is no animal on the planet that we cannot kill. But we got lucky that an asteroid came along and killed the dinosaurs sixty-five million years ago. Sure. I mean, we wouldn't be. No, I'm not here. saying that it's not luck, but I'm saying what, like, what was the consequence of the luck that makes us dominant? See, I might even disagree with you a little bit to say that there's no species that we can't kill, though, because we can't eradicate. Like, yeah, I can kill an ant, but a lion could kill a human. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we can kill a lion. Okay, great. So that puts us on even footing. But can we... We're not on even footing with lions, though, because we have lions in zoos. Yeah, we keep them in... Hold on, hold on. We can bomb lions. (laughs) Right, but can we eradicate cockroaches off the face of the planet? I don't think so. No, but a cockroach couldn't eradicate us. Okay, again, even footing. Yeah, I... I, Do you get my point? Like, I don't think you can actually... But a cockroach can't go fishing. You know, cockroach yeah, a, can't hunt a giraffe. But a bear can. A cockroach, like, I, but here, a bear can go fishing. A cockroach <laughs> in Nebraska could not be talking to his cockroach friends in Ohio and Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, but again, though, there are plenty of animals that do communicate. Whales they, they have travel. Their own language. Whales travel from one side of the ocean to the other side of the ocean and like tell each other messages. So do dolphins. Yeah, and they, they, they can without like words or whatever, but they can communicate with one another. Yeah. Like they know when to And we measure those another. as intelligent species. But what would they have to do for us to go the dolphin revolution is among us? <laughs> I they they would really... have to kill us. That's what I'm telling you. They would have to rise up and commit yeah, for genocide. Us be, for us That's to be why I'm saying death them, is yes. the final thing. Well, for for us to feel threatened by them, yes. But to measure yeah. them as intelligent, I don't necessarily think so. Just because no, I, I they, think they would have to systematically time, right? kill us, I think is my point. It would sure. have to be a systematic eradication. The amount sure, of sure. dust in your room, Nico, you know, I've noticed disturbs that disturbs me. <laughs> There's a lot of dust. So <laughs> by that logic, though, is like a viral disease intelligent. COVID-19? Because it can systematically uh, and it's technically the, right, the isn't it alive? Predator of them all. Yeah. So I, I mean, is it, who knew and, Dr. And, Fauci and, was so <laughs> and, and think about it this way too. It uh, it can adjust how it works to become more deadly. It can adapt. Yeah, but right. is it intelligent? That's what that's one of the things they say that humans have that other animals don't is that we can adapt. Yeah. Mm. Well, the virus can adapt. Mm. So that's a good point, Nick. Wow. Yeah. You feel dumb now? Thanks, Fauci. 
Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And by the way, yeah, you're right. I, I, I wasn't actually trying to say like drug addicts are stupid. <laughs> I feel bad about that now. <laughs> In retrospect, I was trying to make a point and I used a very poor argument. So I just want to I just want to put that out there. <laughs> We're sorry to everyone addicted to heroin listening to our show right now. I mean, there's an element of like, you know. Some drugs are stupid. Forget it, Nick. Nick, stop talking. Stop <laughs> digging yourself in the hole. <laughs> Apologize and move on, all right? <laughs> As your PR representative. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, everybody. I do love doing these Saturday morning shows. They're very nice. It's a good start to my weekend. Oh. Did you guys hear about? Um, I'm gonna move on topics here. Yeah. Did you guys please. hear about the Miami uh, mayor? No. Um, he's been mayor. So, <laughs> yeah, the mayor of Miami has been moving to um, only get paid in Bitcoin now instead of uh, a regular it, salary. It, that is such and, bullshit. And he's also moving to give every Miami resident like um, Bitcoin, uh, like dividends, May- basically just just for being a resident. Mayor elect of New York is asking to be paid in Bitcoin. What is what is this trend? There, uh, it, it's not a trend. It, it's it's not. Here's what happens. No well, government is going to uh, do this. Do this. Like, OK, they're going to pay Eric Adams and he's going to go buy Bitcoin with his first paychecks. That's all he's he's bragging that his first three paychecks he's going to use to buy Bitcoin. I, so I think this guy in they're Miami not gonna though, actually wants to make Miami the crypto capital of the world and i believe miami also had a big crypto convention right yeah or was was it miami or was it just in florida no it was in miami yeah they're never trying to make miami the crypto capital they're never gonna do this because that's circum circumventing taxes you you just you're not they're not gonna do that isn't florida no income tax state anyways yeah but you still have to pay federal yeah i know but i'm just saying i think they're I hate to say I told you so, boys. Hate to <laughs> well, say it. Sorry. If, if the government starts buying Bitcoin, that's that's problematic, though. Yeah. The thing is, the government already owns Bitcoin and in, in what they've seized. Like, if you true, you can true. you can go on uh, government sur- surplus auction sites and see uh, bids for Bitcoin. How do you seize Bitcoin? I don't. Do do I don't know. A drug, a drug dealer gets busted. You just, yeah, you get their. Wallet. No, no, but like, where do they, where do they put it? It's, <laughs> it's in their wallet. <laughs> do they have to? Do they have to do a, 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 like a what do you call it? A transaction and like send it from the drug dealer's Bitcoin wallet to like. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uncle yeah. Sam, send me your Uncle, QR code. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Sam has his own Bitcoin wallet, and he's just. <laughs> Remember when it was over? Remember when it was dead? Yes, I'm yelling again, Discord user. Remember when it was dead? It's and then it hit another all-time high? It's transitory, Nico. It's tra- another it's all-time high! It's transitory. You said it was dead, and it wasn't even at its all-time high yet. It's higher than it ever was. I- well, you know what that means, guys? Now is the time to buy. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, buy the dip. I hope y'all took my advice. I, uh, I'm i sorry to be a little bit distant right now, but I just pulled up Billboard's top country songs. Oh, shit. And 
This is number one. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Kill me. Got Bourbon Street stay with the Oreo shake. Get some whipped cream on the top two. Two straws, one check, girl, I got you. 21 weeks. If you guys, if anyone out there is wondering why haven't we played this game more often, it's because this song won't go away. This song is a phenomenon. 21 weeks. This song is like the biggest song ever. It's awful too. Isn't that crazy how that happened? Like, I feel like after I graduated high school, like all of these songs became like bigger than Thriller, and like I just I've never heard of them. Yeah. To to get into I guess country country music that's not country music anymore. No. Uh, I guess everybody was mad at um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal because of Taylor Swift's new song or something. Well, I don't know if they're <laughs> mad at him. I saw somebody on Facebook post something along the lines of like, he deserves all the hate he's getting today or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what did Jake Gyllenhaal do? Okay. So, I, wow, I can't believe I'm getting into this. So Taylor <laughs> Swift just re-recorded her album Red okay. from, I think, 2011. She's been going through this whole process of re-recording all of her Yeah, because she claims album. she wants to release her version of it, right? Well, the thing is that the the, the song rights or whatever, the publishing rights... I forget what it publishing rights or or, Public. or or is that what it is? I think it's the publishing rights. Or the yeah. well, the masters is what got got bought out from under her. Right. And so the recordings that she Justin recorded. Justin Beaver's her, manager owns them. Scooter Braun yep. bought out her recordings without like asking for her permission. At least that's what she claims or whatever. So she feels blindsided. She wanted a chance to buy them herself, and uh, so when you know Scooter Braun bought them, uh, she was like, "Fuck you." I still have the publishing rights, meaning my name is still still a songwriting credit, so I can do whatever I want with these songs. So she's now going through and recording all of the albums all over again. So she already did that with her second album, Fearless, and now this is her second re-record. It's Red, Taylor's version. So this one of the big songs on Red is a song called All Too Well, and that is a, a song that, I'm not sure if she ever confirmed it, but we're pretty sure that's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, Cause they dated so, at one time, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, I guess there's stuff in there that leads people to believe it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, something about a scarf or something. Oh, and like, Lord. it smells like her still. And she can, you know, he remembers her all too well. Um, and so that she just re-released the album with a 10 minute version of all too well. She extended the thing and she like doubled the length and added in all these new verses. So everybody's like, oh, Gyllenhaal's in a body bag today. Which like, who cares? I was worried for a second, though, because I love Jake Gyllenhaal. When I hear like (laughs) when I hear there's like some sort of celebrity, whatever. You think he's getting canceled? (laughs) Yeah, I'm worried he like did something wrong. And I'm like, oh, no, he just dumped her like Hmm. fuck her. I hate Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, First of all, the red re-release incredible oh my god you're such incredible a loser. you're it's such a so loser good. dude i've become a swifty in the last like two years oh my god it's, it's crazy. the worst she's an incredible songwriter i don't care what people say her lyrics get to me man well let's play some country music <laughs> okay yeah she puts the no i'm not gonna say <laughs> that. <laughs> well neat <laughs> I'm glad that you both know exactly what I was going to say. And so does everyone at home. Yeah. 
All right, what do we got? Uh, I I'm still just a certified platinum song, fancy like mm. number one. What an abomination! And has been for a while. Huge, huge, huge. So there's one here that I think we've done. I was on a boat that day. It was. It came up yeah, in my. Yeah, we did that one. Okay, that it one. came up yeah. in my search history. So I was thinking, I had, how do you remember that we done that one? I remember. I don't remember that at all. You might need you to have brain trauma. <laughs> I was gonna say you might need to get some help. <laughs> um, How much Rob, dust is in this room? Holy right now? shit! It's Look at this. Terrible. Right, it's the dust bowl in my room. It's terrible. You, you are open a window. You are breathing in toxins. <laughs> I need to fucking dust in here, man. If your loved one has been <laughs> diagnosed with whatever mesothelioma, mesothelioma. Um, okay the first one i have pulled up here is uh chasing after you uh with ryan hurd h-u-r-d and Marin morris chasing after you uh okay i think she stormed off they had a fight one night and she stormed off in uh in his car maybe in his pickup truck. So it's like a he, high speed pursuit. It's like no, OJ Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song's just about OJ. Yep. I, I think, or maybe he's chasing her on foot. I think he's chasing her on foot. You and said it wasn't this is, really a fair race. Is this recently on the charts? This is recently on the charts. Let me find. Uh, oh, no. Last week. It was at three. Its peak position has been three, but it's been on the charts for 38 weeks. 38 weeks? Yes. Okay, so I thought maybe this was a song like Just in Time for Halloween, but... No. Chasing After You, 38 weeks. I think that it is uh, two friends that are too scared to cross that line. Like, oh, I'm kind of chasing after you. But oh, I'm not going to go until you kind of give me the signal that you're also chasing after me. Hmm. So I'm chasing after time. you, but only if you give me the go ahead. <laughs> it's not, not very much of a chase. <laughs> it's not, but he's pushing his luck. It, 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 it's Ryan Hurd pushing his luck. Mm, okay. Is this going to be an upbeat song or is it going to be slow? Because I th- I think it's a slow duet. I I think it's a yeah I think it's a ballad. I think it's a a guy who's chasing after that rush from uh, winning on a slot machine again. Oh, he's just trying <laughs> to get his next fix. Yeah, I see. Basically, something like that. It's got to like, be like, about love, though. I think it's about addiction. Let me just put it that way. I think they're just chasing it's about after dick, something. That's for sure. It's chasing <laughs> after you. Yeah, you could be anything. That that rush, that, that high. Chasing know? after that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon, yeah. <laughs> Back to heroin. <laughs> you can be anything. Yeah. It can. Right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, here's uh, Chasing After You. Not a very good opening. Like, no. You come over when your wine's all gone. Always catch me when I'm not that strong. Then you wind up staying all night long. Ooh. Ain't nothing new. Then away. 
got a way of making me. You're not chasing after anybody if she's waking up on your chest. I'm telling you, it's not about her. It's a machine. But I know, yeah, I know it's a matter of time till you walk, till you walk back out of my life. Leave me standing here lonely, feeling like a fool. Wow. This is a... Every time, every time you say we're done. Is this an incel song? <laughs> like, I'm the nice guy and you just keep leaving me? And... <laughs> How is this? I think I win. No, I nailed it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's about addiction, man. I wish I could quit you, but it feels so good. See? Oh, okay. Nick, you got it. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I was waiting for the word addiction to come in or something, like addicted or... Wish I could quit you, feels so good. All I right. don't know how to quit you. <laughs> how is this the number three song in the nation, though? It's horrible. This is terrible. <laughs> so it also bad. sounds like every other sad country song. <laughs> it's it's uh... the thir- number three song. That's awful. I wouldn't want to he- hear that. That's not what I want to hear playing on the radio. I have another one. All right. It's called Doing This. Doing This. By Luke Combs. Luke Combs has got have, quite have a Have we few. not done this one before? I do not have it on my history. No, I would have remembered doing this. <laughs> <laughs> doing this, Nick. Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> it's, about, it's about writing music. It's about... It's about oh. this thing that he's doing, this oh career. Oh my god, the journey, man! Doing this, I keep doing this. Isn't what other songs have we done by Luke Combs where it's always about him and his fucking awesome career? <laughs> Is, isn't this... I'm amazed that you guys like know these people at all? Because every time for me, it's a crapshoot. I have no clue. I, who I don't know who Luke are. Combs is. No, we've you. done so many Luke Combs songs. I'm sure. I know we've done. I know we've done it before, but God. I don't remember who he is. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say it's about it's about banging. We're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. No, yeah, it's about banging. <laughs> There's always one. Every time yeah. we do this game, one of them's about fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, it's about a little, you know, getting getting hot and heavy. I uh, I'm not gonna go that far. I'm I'm going like, oh, we're we're really doing this. We're really gonna take the next step in our relationship, and we're gonna we're gonna you know. The next step in her relationship. <laughs> we're we're going to be exclusive with each other. We're we're doing this. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> we're taking the next step in our relationship and we're going to be exclusive with Do people one do that anymore? <laughs> we're doing this. Just do people the sit down they're like, yeah. Yeah, but in Hey, con- you want Hey, Dame, you want to go steady with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're talking the country music world who's about 40 years behind the rest of us. Right. I don't think people do that. <laughs> But in country music, it's it's the it's the wholesomeness of we're going study, we're doing this. <laughs> All right, well, hey, what was Nick's or Nico's guess? Oh, sex, fucking, yeah. <laughs> All right, fucking and sucking. Here's Luke Combs, <laughs> uh, old hiding the weasel, <laughs> popping the porpoise, <laughs> <laughs> unfolding the loaf. What was growing up like? Where'd you go to school? And what would you do if 
Him. It's so yeah. about Luke Combs. If I wasn't doing this, I'm getting hot, guys. He's pretty much saying, "Yeah, hi." I'm already doing this, so I'm pretty pretty rich and famous. <laughs> I mean, I'm rich and famous doing this. I'd be dirt poor and doing this too. Nick is on fire. Yeah, he is. yeah. it's the bones play, of the house. When you're, playing, you know. when you're playing pong, you're heating up or whatever. Heating up. Call for fire right now. This is also a terrible song. Yeah. Oh, they're all horrible. The Bones was a pretty good song, though. The Bones was a pretty good song. I think we all liked that one. Uh, I have another Luke Combs song. Oh, boy. Cold as You. Oh, I just saw a oh, song by didn't we Chris do this Stapleton one? called Cold. Really? I think, we, I think we did this one, Cold as You. No, it's not showing up in my history either. I don't really? remember it. I don't remember Cold as You. So oh, this okay. has been on the chart for 18 weeks. Its peak position is uh, five, where it is right now. We probably did it then. But. The funny thing is, like, we could do these over and over again, and oh, it wouldn't yeah. matter. We'd, it the would only, not matter. <laughs> the only one we remember is the bones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> That's all we remember. Oh, my God. Cold as you. Huh? This is a Cold breakup song. This is... Uh, uh, you have turned me into somebody as cold as you after you broke my fucking heart, you bitch. <laughs> wow. I hate you! I think this is like a sort of like a party fuck you breakup song. Like, I'm living good. It doesn't matter. And I think the whole point is like, I like my beer as cold as you. Oh, that was my guess. Oh, my yeah. oh I hate God. you so much. I hate the you so much. The beer as cold as you. Fuck that you. That was my guess. Oh, damn. <laughs> fuck you. That is 100% right. If that's oh. not what this song is about. Damn Boy, it. you've really got Nico's dust riled up with that. <laughs> the dust is just everywhere. Oh my god! It looks like it it's looks like snow. snow. I <laughs> fucking feel like my it's, allergies it's are acting wonderland. up by just looking at your video. Like I feel, I really don't know what's happening right now. Look at this that dust. Is, it's like I can't static. even see it. You look like you're in a fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're in a rack. <laughs> Just dusty as shit. I need to take a picture of this. That's terrible. <laughs> oh my god. It does look like snow. You know, one of those it's one of those like nice, calm, the snow is just trickling yeah. down and, and you know, waving back and forth. That's what Nico's screen looks like. I have it's a confession crazy. for you guys that you're gonna hate me for. Wow. My Christmas tree is already up, fully decorated, oh stockings God. hanging, presents How under the tree. Dare you, sir. <laughs> already. No. Uh, we partly <sighs> did it because we just bought our first Christmas tree for this house. We didn't Aww. have one before. And and that we makes to, sense. We wanted to, well, no, we wanted to test how the cats were going to react to it. So we put it up early to see if they would knock it down before putting ornaments on. Mm. But then once it was up, we're like, well, we're not going to take it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's already up. Did the cats knock it over? No, they're good. 
All right, good to know. Yeah, because that's that's upcoming shortly. So uh, uh, cold as you. Damn it! That's exactly what mine was going to be. The beer is cold as you. It's a hundred percent that. I can't. Wow. Damn it, Nick. Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I met a new girl, and she ain't as cold as you. Ooh, a that's girl. a good guess too. About a new girl. Okay. So that's- we got bitter breakup, mm. happy breakup, moving on. They're moving on. Yeah. Is yours and a is yours a a good girl. breakup though, Nick? Like, I, if if you're saying I like my beer as cold as you, that's not a very amicable split. Well, I think it's about no, it's not an amicable split. Amicable split, but I think it's about like uh, it's moving on. It's like fuck you, I'm over it. Like I'm partying now. Hmm. You know. Okay. They're all fairly similar, but there's like nuance. So this is gonna be a tough Nick, one. Nick definitely nailed this. Yeah. I'm so mad that he got there first. Nick is just dominating today. Yeah. Yikes. This is rare. It is rare, but it's awesome. <laughs> this is a clean sweep. <laughs> you, you have. <laughs> you should probably leave by Chris Stapleton. Right, this got to be the last one because I got to get going. Oh, okay. then th- I've got one I more. I have to after- dust my office. I have one more after <laughs> this one that we have to get to. So we'll make this one quick. You should probably leave Chris Stapleton. This is probably too obvious. This is. There's not another one you had ready to go? Yeah, there's another one I have ready to go. Sand in My Boots by Morgan Wallen. I like that one better. Isn't he a racist? Is he the one that got uh, busted? Yeah, he probably is. But of course. (sighs) We forget about that. 38 weeks. Sand in My Boots. Sand in my boots. Sand in my boots. This is about a hardworking guy. Like, mm. I I was, uh, I'm working hard supporting my family. I got the sand in my boots okay. to prove it. Nico, do you want me to go first or do you want go to go ahead, first? Go ahead. Yeah, Why go not? ahead. Tell us what this song's really about before Nico guesses. <laughs> Make sure you Google ahead first. <laughs> no, I didn't Google ahead. I did not. <laughs> I didn't. We always go to cheating in this game. We uh, there's always an accusation the, of cheating. I check the lyrics after I guess, or after we all guess yeah, when the song okay. starts all playing. Right, all right, all right. But um, I think it's about like being a veteran. Sand oh. in my boots. Okay. Like he was in. He was on the ground in Iraq. Mm. Mm. You know. 
Miko's no got idea. sand in his boots right now. By the now way, from, or, or maybe maybe not <laughs> about the hair and my yeah. nose everywhere. Maybe not about the singer being a veteran because I don't know if he is or not. But I think it's about soldiers, like about veterans. I see. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, two good guesses. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say like he's like. Is that like an expression? I got some sand in my boot. Like, is that like I'm nervous? I'm shaking my dogs my are barking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say it's some sort of turn of phrase. Like when I see you, it feels like I got sand in my boots. Oh, stuff. like you're weighing me down. Yeah. Like, oh, there this we fucking, go. Yeah. This fucking bitch is weighing me down. That's what I, got I meant to sand say. Sand in my yeah. boots. <laughs> He's weighing me down. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a slow song. It's about the soldiers. God bless America. She asked me where I was from. I said somewhere you never been to. Little town outside of Knoxville. This is awful lyrics, man. dogwood trees. She tried talking with my accent. We held hands and waded into that blue water. By my red wings on the beach. Oh, it's about them going to the beach. I should have guessed this. Yeah, I almost guessed this. Going to the beach. Lyrically, this song is terrible. Like, what did it start with? Ask me where I's from. Like, I, apostrophe S. (laughs) The lyrics, according to Google, say I was from. But he definitely says I's. Yeah. (laughs) Here, hold on. Oh, shoot. I went to the wrong song. Where as from? Yeah. <laughs> Where as from? Oh my God! YouTube sucks. Yeah. I she, did not know this guy was a contestant on The Voice season six. Morgan Wallen was. Yeah. Really? He was on Team Usher. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of him? <laughs> Usher or Morgan Whalen? Morgan Whalen or whatever. He's like this mullet. Fucking trailer trash. Oh, he's like mullet mustache. Yeah. I definitely watched that season of The Voice, but I don't remember him at all. Well, he's forgettable. Like every country music song. Yeah, he looks like a a skinnier Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just forgettable. Oh, country music sucks. I'm sorry to the people out there who listen to this show and love country music. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I never loved country music when it was the thing that I grew up with. Like, it was just always, it was just something there. Maybe that's why I have such an indifference about music, is because growing up, all I had was country to listen to, and I was very indifferent about it. Yeah. So that's why my fucking taste in music is 13-year-old girl teen pop bullshit. Because <laughs> it's different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people think I'm weird, too, because, like, I do not give a shit about music. 
I'm just so indifferent about it. I don't I don't listen to music in my spare time. I I listen to it, but again, my taste is teen girl music. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. I know I don't have a good taste in music, but it's because I grew up on country. And I blame that. Yeah, I uh well, I mean, I don't know. Music is one of those things where it's like it's kind of hard to follow all of music. You know, just because like it's so like niche, you know, everything is like so. Yeah. You know, like if, if you if you're into country, like you, you just you haven't ever listened to a hip hop album, probably. No, you know? it's just like there's just no. Overlap. And there's nothing so like, wrong with of, that. You just have yeah. it. It's just not that right. crossover. So I think that's kind of my thing. It's like the music that I love, like I definitely follow that pretty hardcore. But then there's some like like we were like I just said, like. After high school, like these songs would come out and they would be on the top of the charts for a year and a half. And I never heard them. Yeah. Like, I just didn't know what they were. And it's like because they're big on TikTok or they're they're on like FM radio that I don't listen to anymore or whatever. And right. I mean, ever since like Spotify and like streaming services, I just have no awareness of what's happening anymore. But I also like I can't even tell you a single band I follow. Like yeah, or no. a single artist, like not well, a single really one. There aren't really a lot of bands. I, not not yeah. even a single artist, though. I could not tell you a single person that I follow. I do not. I just, I, I I pay for Apple Music because I do have songs that I want to listen to. But I also try to find Sirius XM in my car for as cheap as possible. One, because I love listening to some of the talk shows on, on Sirius XM. But two, Sirius XM is the only way that I've discovered any new music. Mm-hmm. Like in any new bands that I might have something because my music taste seemed to be stuck in, in like the early 2010s. Right. You know, yeah. or, or like 1999 boy band era. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I guess music to me is pretty personal. Well, of course it is like the most personal, probably art form yeah. of all of them. But like, it's also, when streaming started and when you no longer had to pay for like old albums or whatever, right. Like the new Taylor Swift album is now competing with Abbey road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's competing with all music. Of it's all competing time. with right. all music that has ever been created. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing for me. It's like, I have a hard time paying attention to what Lizzo's doing mostly because I can't stand Lizzo, Ugh. but also because like, well, and her Lizzo music is, is com- as garbage as country. <laughs> yeah. Lizzo's competing with the Jimi Hendrix experience. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. All right. Well, I cannot believe we've been talking for an hour and 41 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, kitty. Oh, there's a cat on the podcast. God, you're ki- you got a fat ass cat. Yeah, you do. She's uh, not fat. That is the He's biggest fat. pussy I've ever seen. <laughs> That's well. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, that is uh that's, is my cat going to get that fat one day? Oh, yeah. He, for, he's not fat. He's really not. But our cats are massive, both of them. They're 15 pounds each. Jeez. They're huge for cats. Yeah. I don't know why. They're just big. Well, because they don't do anything. No, but they're not fat. I'm telling you. No, just they're like, not they, fat. They're just. They're massive. They they're, just grew very big. They're like Cartman. They're big boned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that'll do us. It's a nice yeah. longer show. It was. This was fun. Yeah. I always love doing a show, though. And these Saturday mornings are just, I don't know, there's just something so perfect about doing a show. It works. Yeah. Get it done early. 
Uh, how do we get a hold of each other? Right, that's what we normally do here. Is that what we do? I don't know. Normally. Now, okay. <laughs> I'm at Funny Nico tweets. Uh, Rob RFF. I probably need to change that. I'm on the Discord. Yeah. So harass us. You gotta there. get back on Twitter, my guy. Twitter, Twitter is where it's at. Oh my god, it's awful. No. <laughs> Discord's fun. I love the Discord. We have a great community in the Discord, honestly. We, we do. really do. We do. We I mean, have some lovely people that are yeah. always breaking our balls. And yeah, we love it. and that's what we love. Get on yeah. there and bust us. Bust our <laughs> balls. <laughs> love ya! <laughs> <laughs>